1: Well, hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time, where I currently broadcast live from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful outside of Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, I guess, see, As soon as I came on the air, my wife Katie came in the house, and she's stacking Tupperware right in front of me. I've I got to ask you, Crystal, does Mick Jagger have to record under those conditions? Does Picasso <laughs> have to paint under those conditions? I am an artist making radio <laughs> magic, and she's stacking Tupperware and giving me the unholiest look you could possibly imagine right now. But, uh, <laughs> I think her eyes are no. so far back in her head. I think they're stuck there. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, <laughs> what an introduction. Uh, what a day. How, how are you, Crystal? Uh, back from our week off. I'm feeling pretty good.
0: Um, I'm feeling better than I was. Thank you very much. I uh needed to just take some time to get back on track, but now the train is slowly moving down the railway. So, yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes it's important to know when you need a break.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and that actually isn't an analogy. You're actually taking the train, which is the major transportation system in Canada, across the country but, back at home because spoiler alert, cars are coming in the next few years. You guys should get excited.
0: Right. So <laughs> do you wanna know something really I, I, stupid? I thought of some something happened here recently and I really I thought of you right away. Do you wanna hear it?
1: Oh, I love something stupid happened and I thought of you. Yes, of course, I want
0: to hear it. <laughs> no, no, it really isn't stupid, but it's, it's pretty shocking. So, I, Barry Bury is a place, it's a city, and it's about, I don't know, it's about an hour from here. And they have a body of water, it's called Georgian Bay. And, They had to bring in some of the Canadian Coast Guard icebreakers because the ice will not break up on Georgian Bay, and everything is melting and Uh. everything is a mess here. Guess how thick the ice is? Oh
1: man, I I can imagine (laughs) six
0: meters. How 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 thick? Six
1: meters. Six meters, Christmas. Oh, man, you just saved that yep. for, for margarita season. You still that that's some right. shakers and, and uh, <laughs> oh,
0: Everybody man. asks me why I don't <laughs> like ice in my drinks. That's why, because it's always so cold yeah. here. Can you imagine six meters? We're gonna have ice. We're gonna that's be insane. ice skating in August.
1: Wow, that's that's like uh, you know <laughs> the the global ice caps are melting. You know that's a big a big climate issue. Like you throw a few chunks of that on some flatbed freighter and bring it over there. You know, we'll be all set. Right? <laughs> Polar bears hey, are going we'll to again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, we're well, all good. So we're going to try to trudge through this. I know you've had a hell of a week. I'm just run down because yeah. I got all kinds of fresh air today. And uh, it's the time of the year where it's, it's officially, you know, warm enough to just stay outside and, have, and you know, summery pool days and stuff like that, so I spent the day by the pool today and got a little bit of a, a little bit of color. And when you're sitting <laughs> out there, it sounds like the most relaxing thing in the world, but I'm toast. All the sunshine just drained all the life out of me. So I'm I'm depending on you and, and, and whoever may be listening right now and want to call in to come and pick up the energy level because uh, I can use it. Yeah, I'll help. All right. Um, a <clears throat> lot of stuff to talk about. I don't know. Have we talked okay. since WrestleMania the weekend and all that stuff? Um, there was so much, I to don't know. You know, when we first started the show, like there'd be like maybe one or two GDP, yoga related things we'd have to touch on every week. There was, you know, somewhat big. And, and now it's hard and hard to keep up on. Like there's so much just happening every right? week. And, you know, Dylan, did you see that great video of Dylan right? for uh double or nothing? Uh, that was unbelievable. Right. And I'm so happy for that kid. Um, he, so I mean, you've really seen that kid grow a, a lot in the past uh, couple years and, and he's really a hard worker and, and, and really excited that he's getting that shot and uh, for as big of a wrestling fan as Dylan is, was, and will ever be that's like, uh, that's, a tip of the, that's the tip of the mountain right there
0: yeah, I'm so proud of him, if there's anyone that deserves it, it's him I was so grateful to meet him when I went to Summit, oh he's He's such an amazing person.
1: Yeah. See, I, always, I told him, I sent I a message today. I said, Man, I got to be honest with you. I had trouble uh, taking you seriously as a badass with that baby face of yours that throws some hair and some yellow face paint on there, and suddenly you're scary. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, no man. Problem. But uh, good luck to, to Dylan, and they got that huge. Double or Nothing event going on out there. Uh, I know Paige is going to be a part of that. Uh, Cody Rhodes, a lot of representation from the DDP yoga crew over there. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if we have a uh, a uh, Mr. Ogami uh, sighting possible, which is a certain Sakahara's alter ego that I think came out once and then was banished back to the Ogami Foundation. But um, <laughs> I hope... I, 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 I would I would I would pay the pay per view fee just to watch that. So yeah, Cody Rhodes if you're listening. Doctor Doctor yeah, exactly. Book it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um so um anyways, so I obviously you you have had a week of kinda of recovery and stuff like that and after so many of the DP of the crew came coming back from WrestleMania, I'm sure that a lot of people would embrace that recovery week as well and then the summit right before yeah. that. Has been go 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 for so much of the DDP yoga community, and uh, it's great to uh, you know embrace that rest period as long as you don't do what I do occasionally or regularly is is take a a rest period turns into an extended rest period. So I got to ask you, Crystal, uh, when you're kind of giving yourself that option for downtime, that downtime can get addictive. What do you do to make sure you kick things kind of get back into the normal gear of things uh, once you return? From uh, your self-imposed chill period?
0: Mm, I don't really... I don't really stay down for too long. Because if I... I'll let you in on a secret. I'm afraid to sit still for too long. Mm -hmm. Honestly. Because I don't want to become accustomed to being immobile. I want to be mobile. So... Yeah, I tend to do a lot. Well, I I know you had that hospital
1: stay last week and you, and you took some time off. Yep. For that and I yep. I messaged you this morning. I said how are you feeling? And You're telling me hey, I'm kind of kind of run down, but I'm trying to trudge through it. And you know I said I said if you need another week, you know well, you just make sure you're, you're ready to come back and take care of and all this stuff. And and you went you said you know uh, I'm stuck with my hand and I'm delts. If I start you know, folding every hand that I get because I don't feel good. I'll fold it on my hands. So you said it was important to right. get back into the swing of things, which I think is such an important attitude in your situation, but in, in, in most people's situations, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, we can all come up with some excuse that we can, you know, get past the goalie of our self-conscious uh, mind and uh, convince ourselves that uh, I don't need to do this or I can do this instead. And, uh, but uh, I, I, I like that in, the situation that you're dealing with, then it's an active uh, consciousness, a realization that if I let myself sit on the sidelines, every time I don't feel well, I'm constantly going to be on the sidelines of life.
0: Right. So you and I have had this conversation a million times, mostly off the air, but, um, you know, I have every reason, I guess. I mean, so I've been told to, you know, maybe not do certain things. But I just, I can't allow myself to become, what's the word I'm looking, stagnant. I can stagnant. I can't allow for that. And I mean, you know as well as I do, especially being around, you know, everyone who's here, change is a very active process. You don't get a whole lot of positive change just by sitting on your hands doing nothing. You've got to kind of keep moving and, and and I don't want to stop moving. Yes, I rest. I've had to learn that I have to stop, which has been a real challenge, but that being said, um, there's a huge difference between resting and resigning. That's
1: perfect you said. And I want to clarify. Thank and I clarified you. this last time. You don't have every reason Right. To make right. excuses to do you have you have a valid excuse that people will not question, but you have every reason to keep doing things because a lot of times yeah you know, people don't realize that you don't need to be like resigned to just you know sitting there as a piece of furniture you, the more especially with dealing you know, with something like you are you are the more you let yourself be stagnant like that's a that's a hit that's, that's a bad thing for somebody going through m s because you know, yeah. once you resolve to just be um, sitting around and not putting in the effort to keep trying to, you know, live an active life, but that's a bad thing.
0: And, I mean, I'll be very honest. The last several years, it, it's become a lot harder. A lot. I shouldn't say harder. It's become more difficult or more challenging. It doesn't mean it's impossible. It just means that I need to find a different path to get point that. Other people get to. And I think this is, you know, I was thinking about it today before we came on the air. I think this is why going to Summit for me was such a hard thing because I wasn't where I once was. So I found myself on a completely different path. I wasn't where I once was. So, you know, there, I don't know. I always feel like I'm playing that that shuffle game, you know, with the shells. And you pick which one the ball is under. I always feel like I'm playing that to some degree. And you you have
1: a you know a, a more you know extreme version of it, but to some degree, all of us are doing that. I've gained weight, and suddenly you have to find really? weight, different ways to do things. You get you you get older. You have to find different ways to get through things. Like you know, as you get like, uh, and this is like I said, it's a way different situation, but. My father-in-law, you know, broke his leg, uh, not broke his leg, had surgery on his foot and has a big, this big booted cast. He's had it on for 16 weeks. And eventually, you know, at first it was, it was kind of a you know a pain in the ass and like he was kind of immobile. But eventually he just learned to live his life in the past 16 weeks around his boot. And he just found different ways to yeah. make the same thing happen. Yeah. It wasn't as easy as 16 weeks ago when he was walking around without the boot on his foot but he found ways to alter his his gait, alter his, you know, he balanced one thing, you know, there's different ways around it. And on some degree, we all have to do that in life as as you get older. And, you know, you can't, like, realize that, okay, well, it's harder to stand up now because I'm old and my knees hurt, so I'm just going to be in this chair for the rest of my life. We evolve, we adapt, and and that's kind of the key to the SmackDown whole philosophy. And if that benefits anybody, it's it's someone in your position, just kind of, figure out how to live your best life with alterations or, um, you know, different uh, accommodations.
0: And I mean, that doesn't mean for one second that I like it. I mean, I really don't. I don't like being accommodated and I don't like, Do you know what I mean? I don't like having to change up. I don't like not being able to do things like everybody else is. I don't like that. I want to still be able to squat 150 pounds. I want to still be able to do all the things I did just three short years ago, but I can't. I mean, this is part of, I can't. I mean, there's no other way to put it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I don't know. You know, it's it, no. I I know exactly what you're saying, and it's a hard thing to resolve. And I I know that you know. There's times when you just you're you're down and out, and there's times when you have to pick yourself up. And, and when you're dealing with something yeah. like that, you've gotten the major part of your life changed, and the major part of your life, you know, altered and taken away from you. And you've got to know when you're to allow yourself to sit there and cry, and allow, when to allow yourself to just pick your ass up and, and you know give yourself that that tough love of like you got to stand up and you got to deal with it. And you may not have it down to the science, but from so many people you've inspired in the community and so many people who come on the show and just rave about how awesome you are. Like I think you're doing a pretty good damn job. Pretty damn good job trying to figure it out. Well oh,
0: thank you so much. There is one thing I've learned through all of this, and it's probably one of the biggest things. It doesn't take a lot to be um, an authentic good person. It doesn't take a lot, but it does require you to throw out all the shields that you once had. And I think just you know, as much as I may have helped someone, I think everybody in turn has given me much much more. So, you know, there I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that, you know, my presence is so overwhelming, but I I do think that I'm a part of something so much bigger that just allows so much for so many people that might be in a situation, you know, where they're feeling stuck or defeated or I know what that feels like when you can relate honestly on a level with someone, I mean, that throws out a lot of a lot of the the garbage that, you know, somebody tries to present. Oh, I I'm okay, I'm okay. No, no. It's okay to say you're not okay. Because how are you gonna get past it if you don't acknowledge it? And I'll be very honest, the last three years, yeah, not okay. I have not been okay. And that's okay.
1: And- yeah, and and that's and that's okay, you know. And it's it's a process. It really is. It's a growth process. And sure. uh, you know, it's it, it's not you know like some you know you say like your presence isn't that overwhelming. It's not like we're sitting there on the top of mountain tops, you know, facing you know crystal crystal. But oh, you no. have oh no, you have this. You've created this community of people who inspire you and you inspire back. It's not it's not where we're we're not you know on this show and in this community. I've been through it more than than enough where someone will reach out and say, hey, is everything okay? And there's times that I think that it's insulting. And, you know, you've got to check yourself and realize, like, you you realize, really, they're out there looking for the best of me and they're trying to pull the best out of me. They're checking on me. you got to check all that, you know, negative uh, mindset you have in the door and realize that at the end of the day, it's a lot of people are, are, are there for you and a lot of people may not be going through similar or the same thing. Right. But we're all kind of in that basket of rooting for people. And I know for a fact that you may not want to put up that, you know, I'm crystal on the mountaintop blessing the people. But you walked into the Summit no. and it was like the Pope just walked in. I think we should get you a hat. Because everyone there was like, <laughs> you know, giddy you who? You what? A GP? Never heard of a crystal check With a crystal mobile and a big Pope hat. Yeah.
0: Does this mean I can borrow Hayden's throne? Oh yeah, yo! Like <laughs> oh
1: man! Oh,
0: this that, throne
1: there was in, a was it,
0: You What's just that? can't resign yourself. I—I I was just going to say you can't resign yourself to. And I think one of the greatest things too is about being in a place like this is as much as people cheer you on and support you and they don't let your head get too big.
1: No. Well, I've, I've got a naturally giant head, so uh, it, it might be a different <laughs> situation. In uh, my, yeah. I'm going to cry myself to sleep on my giant pillows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyways, we go we way we we off. <laughs> oh yeah, for the post. Uh you We know, we went way off the radar here, but that's kind of what we do on these shows. We we kind of uh, anything and everything shows. We kind of just start the yep. show, and it's like a roadmap to the middle of nowhere or the middle of Mike's brain, which is a scary place to be. <laughs> but uh, we kind of just you know take it as it comes and it, let it flow, and you know natural conversations because I feel like that's when a lot of the best uh, stuff is dragged out of people. Is you know. Not when you're planning questions yeah. or planning, you know, the bullet points, but when you're having a, you know, a conversation that you let just kind of free flow throughout the uh, yeah the podcast. Um, it's but, organic. Uh, so, <laughs> organic, yes. Um, what was I going to say? I, I totally lost it. Um I just brain farted. I was I was taking the long way around because I was trying to find it. But now I can't even I can't even vamp any longer. to try to make it sound like I'm gonna get to a point. So I'm gonna ask you this. Um let's, let's, let's go here. WrestleMania weekend. You saw the pictures from the, the workshops and stuff like that. Um, did you have yeah. any standout moments? Did you did you did you keep in touch with what was going on that weekend? I know WrestleMania is a big time for the community. So we might as well do a little WrestleMania touch-up uh, talk about that because a lot of DDP yoga people were in WrestleMania, let alone in the audience. Yeah. Uh, so, yep. so many guys taking advantage of that. Um,
0: I'm, I, am you know, <laughs> it's kind of funny. When WrestleMania weekend hits here, everybody kind of knows what's going on. We're the house that, you know, the whole weekend is pretty much a wrestling weekend, and it we sit down and watch it, and it's just amazing. And you know, you kind of go from there. And I mean, it's so great to see everybody. And uh, it was it was great. I know a lot of people weren't very happy with it this year, but uh, hey, i was tickled pink. I thought it was great. It's. I know I got, I got a buddy of mine, Eric, who is from Calgary.
1: Um, And I know that wrestling is so huge down there. Is it a big deal? Yep. Do you guys have your own little territory over there?
0: Okay, so what a lot of people very well may not know is I, when I was younger, I grew up, my grandparents were friends with some midget wrestlers. So I grew up with midget wrestlers. (laughs) Yeah, I grew up with midget wrestlers. And then one of our best friends, um, her brother is Valvinus. Oh, you did tell me that. Yeah. So we routinely, yeah. Yeah, so we routinely saw Sean and we saw Edge, you know, periodically. Um yeah. Yeah. So the wrestling is just a way of life around here. It always has been. Um, so yeah, WrestleMania is a we WrestleMania weekend's a really big deal around here. And then of course, as soon as you mentioned Calgary, the first thing that comes to mind is the Hart family.
1: Now, I, so obviously, of course the hearts are, you know, Canadian royalty now. Uh, yeah. Yep. Was it like Sky low and low, those guys used to hang out with? Or was it like an older generation? Yep. Because there's yep. a lot of, uh, little, uh, a lot of those little L-
0: people wrestlers were from Canada. Yep, Skyla Low, Little Beaver, and there was another one, but I can't quite remember his name. Um, But, yeah, yep. yep. Those guys kind of got squashed by Bundy at WrestleMania, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> those guys, there's yeah. there's
1: little, guys Low, little Beaver, and
0: Little Tokyo. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't remember the third person, but yeah, yeah, funny, so, and I mean, we used to see Val Venis all the time, his real name is Sean, so, but yeah, we used to see him all the time, so, you know, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, yeah, that's cool, I know, now Canada is like a, <coughs> excuse me, my <laughs> voice is going, big time, um, uh, my Uh, Canada is and of course the rest of the town of the hockey town. Um, and I, I, know hockey is like religion up there too, but like you talk to any Canadian down here in the States and it, they always say, you know, you mentioned a heart to a Canadian and everybody, uh-huh. knows, whether they're the old lady or the prim and proper yeah. soccer moms, everybody who ever, every class of people knows like one of those rites of passage, like here in the U S you mentioned Babe Ruth. Everyone knows who Babe Ruth is. Everyone knows Stu Hart. And, um, Yep, I got a chance to talk to Len Storm at that Charlotte convention a couple of years ago. Oh, did you? Um, yeah, and, and he was telling me, yeah, he was me that he goes everywhere I go. If I mention him a small talk at like a shop or a, or a bar or a restaurant, and like, what do you do? Uh, I'm uh, I was a wrestler, and everyone has a Stu Hard story. Everyone knew Stu, or, yep. or I installed an electrician. I did his plumbing work, or I knew Stu from high school, or. Stu and my mom, but everyone's got a Stu Hart story up in that part of the world, so um Well, not <laughs> to mention me. I'm, there's I'm dying right now so,
0: There's so many hearts Like, I don't think everybody realize there's a lot of hearts The heart family is huge Oh It's to Helen, by the way That must
1: have been <laughs> Right uh, well, And most of them are boys the birthing yeah. process but the, but yeah, you imagine when two. And Stu was away on a trip and having to look after all those kids?
0: Good Lord. Yeah, they were like, in the They're dungeon. like gremlins.
1: You got a... Right. <laughs> exactly. They're like, they're like gremlins. You got a couple of them wet or fed them after midnight, and the hearts are just duplicating. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> you okay? All right. Well, no, I'm good. My, my voice is just shot tonight. Um oh, yeah. So, you got- uh, I'm totally lost tonight by the way I, I had a, I had something I was going to pull together last minute And it just didn't go So we're, I'm just going to tell you right now I'm totally like uh, uh, All over the place So I apologize
0: <laughs> That's okay It's part of that whole organic thing
1: Yeah exactly It's because Katie was stacking where As the show started it really just threw off my concentration And my genius <laughs> flew out the window uh, there you go.
0: Just, uh, so but, do you uh, have any plans so, for, for May? Oh, what what was that? Do you have any plans for May? For May?
1: Um, nothing yep. I can think of yet. Um, you know, we got a couple of big events coming up this summer, so I really wanna focus on uh you know, trying to be be healthier and get myself into a place that I can you know, be more comfortable, you know, traveling or with family and stuff like that. Um, we're going to be up going up north uh, later on in the summer. Um, also all kinds of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there's motivation to, let, you know, drop through towns, which is why I made the point yeah. to go for a extended walk today. And it's it's one of those situations <clears throat> that, um, you know, you always put off the exercise. And then you get back and you realize how good it feels. Or you get off the mat and you realize how good it feels. It's that constantly like, battle with yourself between I don't want to get up right now and then when it's over you're like oh, yeah. why didn't I do that sooner it's it's so weird how our our minds will constantly like screw with our best uh, our best intentions what's best for us and also uh, self sabotage
0: sure yep absolutely I agree with that and that's why um, once upon a time we came up with that whole thing give yourself five minutes. Do a workout for five minutes. If you don't want to do it wholeheartedly after you have, you know, put in five solid effort minutes, and stop. But I guarantee if you are like anybody else around here, once you put in those five minutes, you think, "Ah, hey, I'm here anyways, I might as well keep on going and you'll be better for it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, it, it is. It's it's so true. And I know a lot of guys have a have a naturally competitive speech uh, streak, even when it's competing against themselves. Um, there'll be mm-hmm. times when like there'll be a you know, I'll just a finished dish and ditches are full and you know, I'm about to do dishes and I'm like, Well, I'll just do a couple dishes right now and I'll worry about it later. But once you get started on it, like that mentality is, Oh, I'm gonna beat this thing, you know? Katie knows that all the time that if she wants me to get me to do something, she'll tell me I can't do it. And even though I know she's pulling yep. that, she's already put the challenge out there. So now I have to try to at least try to prove it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It's, it's one her. of those, you get on the mat, you press You press play in the workout, and just starting it, the fact that there's like, you know, okay, I'll do 10 minutes, but then you see there's 19, 20 minutes left on the clock. And you're like, well, now I can't quit now. So it's, it's one of those things right. that, you know, stepping off the finish of the starting line is is usually the hardest part for a lot of people. And I know for a fact, for me, I, I say this all the time. I don't want to go anywhere until I get there. And then I'm like, Oh, this was a blast. But like just getting yourself to the point where uh got get going, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. I mean the intention to do something is entirely different than doing it. I mean, you can intend to do anything in the world, but until you actually do it, that's a whole nother ball game.
1: Well, you know what my theme song is, right? It's always been my I theme have... song? Toad the Westbrook uh, has no. good intentions. Toad Westbrook has good intentions. I can't rely my good intentions. Because I am yep. I am full of good intentions. It's my follow-through that ends up being disastrous in my life. <laughs> uh, I can I go out of my way to try, try to do something nice for somebody and cause them more of a headache than I would have done if I just would have left it
0: alone. <laughs> 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 the road
1: to ruin is paved with good intentions, right?
0: <laughs> uh, right, absolutely it is. And, I mean, it's amazing. <coughs> How many times have you talked to yourself and said something?
1: Yeah. And and knowing the the kind of mind flipping games you play, like, you know, like when I'm, I know that I'm trying to talk myself out of it. I'm aware of the process going on in my head, but I like what my uh, evil doppelganger inside of my head is pitching me better than the guy that's making any kind of sense in front of me, you know?
0: Yeah. And, you know, I have done every trick in the book. And when I first started out this whole working out nonsense before I got sick, it, it was hard. It was hard to shift around my day to kind of make room for all of that because I was working out like an hour in the morning and then an hour again at night. So, I mean, it was, it was difficult getting out of bed in the morning. So I used to sleep in my workout clothes. So, as soon as the alarm went off that I put across the room, I, you know, as soon as your feet hit the ground, you're ready to go. There's no excuse. So, I had to learn to change my excuses.
1: That's I mean, that's all that's all you <clears> have. <throat> the only thing you can really do, <clears throat> excuse me. Yep. Um, you yep. said it perfectly. You know, there's, 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 and I know this, and you know this the, the secret, the secret formula is just get up and do it. It sounds so ridiculous. I was looking uh, up, like doing research on Google recently. Why do I do this? I need motivation, motivating quotes, looking at all these sources of inspiration and motivation. You know, I spent like an hour looking up why do my personality types do this or why am I eating this or, you know, looking up and, and it's great to be full of information but I spent an hour and a half trying to dig to the source of why I can't stand up right now and work out. And if I just stood up <laughs> instead of looking for feeding myself inspiring memes or videos and stuff, sometimes the answer is just stand up because, you know what, when an hour and a half was over, I was too tired to work out anyway. <laughs> so it's like you constantly, people do this all the time. They go searching yep. for a motivating video or searching for a – and, and they, those are great when they come naturally and spontaneously – but when you're depending on a, on a viral video or a YouTube video to get yourself to do something, it, it should be the trigger. It shouldn't be the medicine. That should trigger inspiration right. in you and you and know, you do it. But when you start depending on feeding yourself news or, or quotes or, 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 or anything, like you, you, you become dependent and you're not just getting up and doing the process that's going to fix everything. And it's a bitch to deal with. Um, especially nowadays sure is. because there's so many ways to distract yourself. And that's sometimes yep. a distractible method that we kind of seek. We're looking for something to distract us from doing our workouts. So if I look for something positive or motivating or inspirational, I'm still feeding myself that positivity. But a lot of times we kind of trick ourselves into using that as distraction.
0: You know, it's really funny because I remember when I first started doing DDPY, and I I was kind of in a weird spot because I thought, how am I going to get such a great workout doing this when I'm used to doing this, this, and this? Like, I it, it just wouldn't wash with me. I couldn't make it work, and I did what you did I sat down at the computer and I started but you know what I was doing I was looking for the justification for my excuse to not do it
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was looking for someone it's, to say you know what it's perfectly okay you don't need to do it this way
1: and that's it's, it's a that's perfectly put it's it's perfect it's a perfect example and you, you know we've talked about this before You know, it's great to to kind of deconstruct your brain or or, uh, reverse engineer how you got here. That's a great thing. But when you spend all the time trying to figure out the problem and research the problem, all you're doing is staying inside that problem. Sometimes I I kind of, I really want to make a point to, and I said I was going to do this in in, in the new year, and I really want to make a point to just keeping this on the forefront of my mind. Instead of constantly going into why or how, or what, I want to try to make the best decision in front of me. Like, sometimes I look too deep in the past and too much in the future instead of, you know, sitting here and looking at what's standing directly right in front of me. And you know what? If I'm going to have dinner and we're at a restaurant that doesn't have great options for me, I'm going to look at the menu, look at what I like to eat, look at, I'm going to try to make the best decision in front of me. Like, that's all you can do. We only have now. We only have the moment. Sure. You know, they always say yesterday is a is a history and the future Hasn't, doesn't exist yet. So all we have is right now. And if I just focus on right now, what is the best thing I can do for myself? Even if it's not the perfect thing, what's the best with the options that are in front of me? I think that's a way to make positive changes that stack up and add up and you collect them in that bank of, of, of positive and, uh, victories over time. And they do make a huge difference. But turn yeah. if you're constantly looking down the road or past. You never get into the point where you're actually making the changes. You're just kind of digging around in the library of what got you there.
0: Right, and then right, how did I get here? How did I get here? How did I get here? Well when you're stuck in that mode of traffic or thinking or whatever the case may be, you're missing what's right in front of you. So mm-hmm. there is this quote that I have downstairs in the dungeon that says um the windshield is always bigger than the rear view mirror of your life for a reason. Because where you're going is a lot more important than where you've been. And
1: yeah, I mean that's that's perfect. And so Let's just face it, you can't do it. you can't do you can't do, you can't do anything about where you've been Like that's that's gone no. that's dead and gone. you can't change it, you can't alter it, but the the, the things that you do right now, the decisions you're making right this now, are going to shape where you're going, and that's important to think you know, we all have regrets i mean, I, people say we have no sure. regrets. there's something that you regret I, I don't care what you, but anyone says i if you don't have regrets. Then I I don't I mean everyone's insulted somebody who felt bad about it or everyone's oh, done something God, cruel or mean and felt bad. We all have things that we yep. wish we didn't do, but in that yep. moment like they're gone. You can't undo them. You can only make your ends moving forward or try to fix them in in ways of positive or, or you know giving towards the future, if you will. And right now is all you know. It's the only opportunity to do that because. Where you right now shapes, you know, shapes everything. There is a point in going to the past, and it's important to look in the past because it's a roadmap. It's how we got here. But everything's in front of you, and uh, you know, we forget that sometimes. We try to look at this big picture. We try to look at this grandiose, yeah. like how do I correct all the damage that I've done when you can't? And that's the mode I got no. into really, really bad. Once I realized how much weight I put on, it seemed like I just, I just lost the whole picture. And the future of where I want to get where I want to be just looks impossible. It's daunting. I can't think of losing that much weight again after I'd already been there. I had lost all that weight, how hard it was, how hard I worked, and it's all gone. And now I'm looking at this, my, pos- my present self, and I'm looking at where I want to be, and I can't even imagine getting there because it just seems like this, this road that it's just impossible. But I focus yes. on that magic number at the end instead of, Focusing on me, what can I do right now?
0: And I I think that that's a really important point that you brought up is that you know instead of looking at the whole picture because you and I are very much in the in the same boat together. I mean, our stories are a bit different, but really. We're kind of experiencing the same. I'm nowhere where I once was. Out nowhere. Not, mm-hmm. not even a maybe. Um, but I had to recently go into the dungeon, and I was in tears, and I thought, this is impossible. How am I going to do this? And a little voice in the back of my head said, even the word says, I'm possible.
1: that's
0: it right there and I mean you don't get right you don't get where you want to be if you're going to sit there and bitch and complain about it all the time you get to where Mm -hmm. you want to be by taking positive steps and I mean those steps do not have to be giant leaps of faith they don't have to be sometimes they are just the smallest little inch forward like you drank an extra glass of water or you know you didn't partake at at a family gathering uh, at the sweets table or whatever I mean whatever it is sometimes your successes are not going to be this great big fanfare thing and you know what that's okay that's okay
1: no that propels towards the bigger you know the bigger picture like we, like we said, yeah, sure. you know, you if climb, you climb in Mount Everest, you're not going to do it in an hour. You're going to take a few, you know, your steps, you're going to camp out overnight, you're going to eat, you're going to get up and do it again tomorrow. You know, I had a buddy of mine who's a DDP yoga guy, Russ, Russ the tuba geek, and, and he, he knows I tell the story yep. all the time, so he's not going to get mad at me. But when we were doing it together, when we were first starting out, and he was on you know, the program and, and he was doing well and he was, you know, hitting some goals, and then he, he had a little bit of a backslide. And his his – Desperation in that moment, in that backslide, is like, well, I'm gonna lose 40 pounds in this city in 30 days, and he's putting out these goals that, while possible, in his stage of the game where he was, probably wasn't probable. And every time he'd come up short on his goals, and eventually that knocks you down after a while if you don't hit your goals every single time. Sure. So those, so I started talking. to him. I said, dude, set up some small goals, like not even a time frame, lose five pounds or lose or do this. Right, And once you start hitting those small goals, it kind of builds the momentum and gives you that um, inspiration to kind of try a bigger goal. You know, there's nothing more, there's nothing that wants to make you want to push you more than winning. And with, when you win, right, you get excited to win again. And when, you know, you kind of up yep. the ante a little bit, but when you're constantly not hitting the mark and it's just, it's grading. So you want to set up goals that kind of are attainable and set you up for long-term bigger goals. But, Once you keep letting yourself, I didn't do it again, it's soul-crushing. And eventually you stop trying as hard.
0: Yeah, it's self-defeating. And, I mean, instead of setting yourself up for success, you're setting yourself up for the expectation of failing or missing the target that you have set out. I mean, it's okay to just attain a pebble. Because eventually, look at all the pebbles you would have picked up along, along your journey. You would have made a mountain. But mm-hmm. you get those pebbles by putting the effort in, right? So, yeah. yeah. You're, and I you've heard me say it a million times. Just because you fall into a rut doesn't mean you can unpack your bags and stay there. Period. End of story. Mm-hmm. That is the same for me. That's the same for you. That's the same for anybody else. It's a universally applied quote because it applies to everybody. We all fall down, but we all have the choice of whether or not we're going to get off our ass and get back up again.
1: That's I mean that's everything right there. Here's here's a hot take for you. What do you do? Now, I grew up as a fat guy, and my thing is. When I lose the weight, you know, I'm going to find the right girl. I'm going to find the right job. I'm going to find everything's going to kind of fall into place, and I'm going to be healthy and happy and live happily ever after. What do you do when you lose the weight, you get to your goal weight, and it didn't fix everything like you thought it would? You still have a lot of the same insecurities, or you have problems or self-conscious issues that have shifted in other areas but are present. A lot of people in this program I've I've found – when talking with people in, in not just this program but every people who've lost a tremendous amount of weight are surprised when they get to their goal weight and it isn't this Valhalla where everything just perfected itself yep. in their life and you know, you still have problems, you still have issues. How do you and that's what a lot of people realize that like this thing that I expected just to just make my life complete, I realize that I'm happy, I'm healthy, but I still have I have other things going on, I have other issues. And then they let them kind of slip themselves into that, you know, rut again. And they they start gaining weight or start, you know, stop exercising, which just compounds the problems and ends up being a bigger problem. And they just didn't even lose the weight at all because you have to manage your expectations. Because you have to that goal weight doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect and fluffy and happy and, you know, clouds and sunshine all the time. And that really is an expectation for somebody who is overweight their whole life, like me. To think that it's going to fix everything, but you've got to re- kind of learn to adjust your goals and find new goals and set yourself up exactly. for even greater successes because that's not the finish line. That's just another plateau, and you got to find a different point to blast yourself off of. Them.
0: Because can I just add something to that? So yes. regardless of how much weight you lose, I don't care if you lose. 10 pounds, 50 pounds, 100 pounds, 150 pounds, whatever. No matter how much weight you lose or you think you need to lose, at the end of the day, regardless of what's going on, you're still going to be you. So how are you going to become happy with you? How? If Losing the weight is just a weight thing all weight is (laughs) losing the weight is when you jump on the scale that doesn't define who you are. It doesn't define how much your soul weighs. It doesn't define anything. You know what it defines? Your gravitational pull in the universe. That's all it represents. It doesn't, it doesn't measure what you're worth or, you know, the contributions you're making to another human being. So, you have to decide what kind of person are you going to be, whether you lose the weight
1: or you don't. I mean, perfectly said. And that's why we do DDP yoga, because it isn't a weight loss program. It isn't even an exercise program. If all you're getting out of it is exercise, you're not getting the whole full spectrum and momentum. Because the mental positive attitude and the mentality that this crew brings is as much as a key component as getting on the mat, as being healthy, as losing weight. And which perfectly ties to wrap up the bow of, of tonight's episode, kind of just bringing it all over the place. It isn't about weight. It isn't about food. It isn't, it's no. the whole package. And until you get the head check that you need from the DDP right. program, until you read the book unstoppable by DDP and, and kind of just get that mindset shifted to, there's not going to be any permanent solutions because you may feel good, you may be no. working out, but until you change the way you think, your body is just going to you know, want to auto correct itself. And then I found that out the hard way. So many other people have because once you fall into that negative headspace, your body's going to follow up pretty damn quickly. And that's the yeah. component of DDPY and the personal aspect that DDP brings that I think is the most important out of anything in this program.
0: And, I mean, I think it is really, really important. Anybody who you've ever met in this program along the way, I don't really want to see you, you know, when the spotlight is shining on you. I want to see what you're like and what you do when you walk off the stage and the lights aren't on you anymore. What are you doing then to maintain Um, whatever success or degree of success you've attained?
1: I'm probably in my underpants sticking to my iPad way too loudly. That's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to say something no. Smart. Oh, my I'm God. i just kidding. Playing uh, with Tupperware. Well, we a...
1: <laughs> uh, well, on that note, let's wrap things up in a couple minutes early. What do you have for us? Let's have some extra good, extra deep crystal uh, quote to get us through the week. Uh, you've had a rough week. I'm ready to friggin' zonk out right about now. A lot of people just hung yep. over from WrestleMania, tired, a lot of stuff going on. We need a really great crystal quote for you to pull for us okay?
0: and uh, blast us into next week. Sure. Now, I have borrowed this from Coco Chanel, and we all know who Coco Chanel is an amazing designer. Sister, Chuck, be but there. here's. There you go. Go go to now. Um, don't spend time beating on a wall hoping it will transform itself into a door.
1: That's, that's perfect.
0: I love it. Right?
1: I love it. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, so it just seems to for, apply. Uh,
0: thank you. No,
1: that that works. That's 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 perfect. You always have you always pull the right one out at the right time.
0: So <laughs> yeah, okay, um, Thank you. We'll be
1: we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of DDP radio where uh we will be announcing the official first ever GDP the workshop led on a six meter chunk of ice in the Canadian tundra. <laughs> no, uh that, that's not happening, don't buy tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh well maybe I should send up a website to get can uh-huh. send some money I will figure it out. No, right. Keep warm crystal the uh year of the ice <laughs> in July. So uh That'll be uh, yeah. that'll be a fun True time. True story. Uh, rest up and get yourself story. fired up because we'll be back next week. I'll have my voice back hopefully, and uh, we will uh, or not hopefully depending on who you're talking to. Hey, um, and we will see you guys next week. Another episode of DDP Radio Live at DDPRadio.com. Thank you guys so much. Never ever give up. Sorry, this is all over the place tonight, Crystal. Thanks for bearing with me. I'm toast. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Thank
1: you. All right, guys. See ya. See ya. We got the outro. Is my outro not even working for me now? All right, well, I'll see you in the outro. This has been a presentation of DDP Radio and Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. I don't even know what the hell's going on anymore. <laughs>